Hello and welcome to the Confidentially Insecure podcast. Welcome back if you're a previous listener, I assume most of you are, but extra big welcome to the people who are joining us for the first time today. Just, I'm having a beer tonight because I feel like when I started this podcast, I wanted the, the alcohol to be a fairly big big factor in it because you know, I love my beers. And I think that, you know, we can, we can always go back to having a beer. And I think I've quite liked this conversation that we have to be like, you know, me and yourself listening, just sitting down, having a beer and shooting the shit. I appreciate it's quite a one-way conversation at the moment, but that's how it is. So, yeah, yeah. drinking a little Brewdog IPA tonight. Um, it's Sunday, the 27th of November. People are interested. I don't know why I've told you the date. I was a bit weird. Very specific. Um, but, yeah, having a little punk IPA. I tried not to drink as much Brewdog um, after they've come out with some with some fairly unsavory things about how how it's made and and the, and the working conditions, but you know, I had a box of beers left over, so I thought, fuck it, I'll have a brew dog. So yeah, if you've got a beer, have a little drink with me at the moment. Here we go. Ah, it's a lovely beer that one. Do like a brew dog to be fair. Anyway, enough about my beer. Sorry, I've not spoken to you guys in a while. Um, I've been quite busy. I feel like I've said that a lot recently. Really need to make this a bit more of a priority, but unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that for the past the past few weeks. I was going to say this week's episode, but I can't really say that at the moment because I haven't been doing them weekly. But anyway, this episode is entitled "Quietness Home," and there's a reason behind that, and it is quite obvious. But there's also a an underlying reason, if you will. So, Thursday night, a week just gone, not this week, week beforehand. I was sat around, you know, looking for something to do. Got about nine o'clock, and I'd done my university work for the day, so I was beginning to chill out. And as I'd seen throughout throughout the week, um, the Jesse Lingard documentary about his mental health and his journey through football um, was on Channel 4. But it turned out that it actually came out the Saturday of last week. I've tried to watch it three times and I fall asleep every single time I've watched it so far. So hopefully at some stage I'll get through it. Would like to talk about it on, on the Last Shot podcast if you guys aren't following that. It's the other podcast which I do where I talk about football. Really interesting and I think it'd be quite an interesting thing to talk about at some stage. But with the World Cup being on, hasn't been a priority yet. Anyway, so I look to, look to watch that. But it turns out I couldn't watch it. So I jumped onto the BBC because I was really in a documentary mood. You know, when you, you sometimes get that, you know, like, sitcoms are great and films, a film would be too long. A sitcom I'm not really watching, so I feel like I have to commit to the whole series if I do that. So I just go for a documentary. And then the the James Arthur documentary came up. And as some of you know, big, big James Arthur fan over here. I think he's absolutely brilliant. I thought he was brilliant on The X Factor the year that he won it. And I think his music that's come out afterwards has been been absolutely top notch and he's had a really interesting journey he's been really open all the way through about his mental health and that was like yeah something i can really really relate to so i thought go on then i'll, I'll chuck this chuck this documentary on and it is an absolutely excellent documentary i thought it was really well shot and it was really emotive and i thought it was a really really good good message throughout he spoke to loads of different people um a few famous people and some some really not famous people about their journeys of mental health and what they're doing and that sort of thing and I thought it was brilliant. Um, and then it got on to, to a bit later on in the pod, in the show. And he went to a to a football team. Um, the, 
was built around mental health, basically, in Middlesbrough. I'd love to love to be able to remember what, what it was called. But unfortunately, it's just it's just slipped the mind. Um, if I remember later on in the episode, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm just going to have a bit more, a bit more beer now, because my, my throat's getting a little parched. Anyway, so yeah, he went to talk to this um this football club in in the outskirts of Middlesbrough about mental health, and he got speaking to one guy who um who, funnily enough, owned a like a like a bouncy castle business. Um, he got really got chatting to him, and he came on on the on the show, and it was really interesting. He had a little bit of the interview, and it was it was quite an emotive story. Um, and it turns out he he'd lost someone really really close to him. To suicide, and it was it was quite a, quite an emotional thing for him to speak about. And then and then later on in the program, he, James Arthur comes back to back to Middlesbrough to sort of see how everyone's getting on. You know how they do in documentaries. I'm, ne- I'm never sure how much time has actually elapsed between the two the two meetings, but they kind of make it feel like like it was quite a long while. And he meets up with this guy again, and they're in his van. Um, and then yeah, so they start listening to James Arthur, and he's he puts quite a miss home on and it sort of plays in the background whilst they're sort of driving along and they work a sing song it goes a little bit carpool karaoke um but yeah so that song comes on and it was it was weird because I was I was going home that weekend and this was as I say the Thursday and I knew I was going home and it was I don't normally think that I do miss home um well I certainly didn't then I didn't think that I, do. I, I miss home and I wasn't really that looking forward to going home I thought it was going to be quite inconvenient it's going to be like three hours on a train. I have to change a few times. It's going to be a bit annoying. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was sat there and I was like, okay, this is this good song. I mean, I always like the song. It's on the on the U album, uh, 2019. Yeah, and I, I liked it when it came out, but it kind of fell into the into the back catalogue. Really, I haven't listened to it much. And then, yeah, I was on the I was on the train home um, on Friday. And, you know, I was listening to it at James Arthur, so I stuck quite miss home on and it's quite it's quite an emotive song and it sort of you know made made me feel like I was like excited to go home I guess. Um I don't really know why I'm why I'm struggling to get my words out there. Suddenly jumps on me and I feel a little bit anxious but you know I'm trying to just vibe with it. Hopefully it's not not too much for you guys to notice but yeah I'm feeling a little bit anxious at the moment. Don't really know why. Probably because I'm a bit out of practice with the, the old recording um especially with with the last shot where there's more than one of me and now it's back to just me and it feels feels a little bit odd, but there we are. Anyway, so I was on the on the train home, it was like the busiest train I've ever been on in my life. It was like it was ridiculous. It felt like I was in a in a third world um documentary when I was on this train. It was it was just awful. And yeah, so I was listening to James off on the train home. Um and then I got home and it was it was alright and I and I liked it. I saw that Friday went out for some dinner which was nice and the the dinner was really nice and it was Nice to talk to our parents again, and I got loads of work done that weekend because that was almost the point we got home was to, to sort of you know really be able to crack on with some stuff, and you know my mum could read some of the stuff that I've done, and she could say you know that bit doesn't make sense. Is that really what you meant there? That sort of thing, which is which is helpful. It's been helpful throughout my degree, and yeah, sort of felt like a good a good weekend to choose because I've been quite busy the previous weekends with frisbee and the like, and and then and then I just, yeah sort of had a weekend where I could just go home and it was nice. And you know, and whilst I was at home, we had some we had some nice meals, and you know, my dad cooked some some nice food for us for over the weekend, which was lovely. Um, and it was just a really really nice weekend. So I just had a little, a little beer break as per. 
everyone will be like, cut these bits out when you have some beer. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep it in, keep everything rolling. Feels a little bit more authentic. And yeah, I've done it a few times previously. And yeah, I'm just going to keep it in because I think it's, I think it's cool. Anyway, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh, I was, I was at home. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was nice to hang out with my parents again. Because um, I, I haven't done a lot of that recently, uh, especially being away the past two summers. Um, really not spending very much time at, at all at home. Really uncovered for Christmas at the moment. Christmas and Easter I go home for. So I'm probably home for about sort of five weeks of the year. And looking forward, I've been on the job hunt for for quote unquote real jobs, which I which I hate as an expression, but that's the the term people are using. And not not having the best of luck so far. So it looks like I'm gonna have to live a bit of a, a nomadic lifestyle again, especially this summer. Um probably a bit longer. I think I'll try and, and do a season somewhere and just stay for as long as they'll let me stay and then I'll I mean, who the fuck knows what I'm going to be doing next year. I certainly don't, but yeah, it looks like certainly for a while I'm going to be be off again, which I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, it was nice to come home, essentially, and I didn't quite realise how, how much I missed it um, before I was actually there. And, you know, as, as the weekend grew on, we went into Sunday and got to the stage like Sunday afternoon where... I wasn't gonna all the work that I was aiming to get done that weekend I'd already done um because I was really effective on Saturday and really efficient on sun, Sunday morning. So I had a really nice nice roast dinner on Sunday and then did a little bit more work and someone we finished about three-ish. And then yeah, so me and me me and my mum and dad went for quite a nice walk just just through my hometown. And again it was the first time I've been back in a very, very long while. Um so I was I was walking around and it was like oh Remembering just just little things that have sort of happened throughout your life that have sort of taken place in this in this area and it, it hasn't changed much but sort of the experience that you live day in day out have changed and it's all those things that built you that make that make you the person you are now um, and it was it was quite like, emotional just like remembering things that have sort of happened in my hometown and then it got to the stage where I came back from my walk and my mum was just sticking some food on just before I left and my dad was like. Fancy, fancy a game of snooker? Just, just a few frames. And it's like we've got a table in our house. It's not a full size one by any stretch of imagination. Basically, it's just like seven by three and a half. And then, when you're not playing snooker, the top comes back on and it goes into like a dining room table. So, that's sort of the, the layout of our house, if you like. So there you go. So we took the top off. And we had, we had a few frames, and it really that I, I bizarrely had quite an emotional experience as well because a lot of my youth was spent sort of you know. Must have got the table when I was 13, 14, probably. And then, yeah, sort of every time my mum was, like, cooking dinner just on, like, a like a Monday or Tuesday night, and we were just sort of waiting for the dinner to, to come on. My dad and I would just sort of play a frame, and it got to the stage we were playing, like, especially through the winter. We did a lot through the winter. Don't do as much in the summer because, yeah, it's the summer you go outside more. But, yeah, certainly through the winter we were playing, like, a frame a night almost. And it it's, it's weird the things that kind of feel like big things when when you look back on them because especially those each each individual fame doesn't really mean anything but like when I think of like what we did through through the winter and, and certainly over Christmas is a big one it's it snooker plays quite a big um quite a big role in that and I haven't spoken about about snooker on, on this podcast but I do I do love my snooker if people haven't noticed 
bloody love watching the snooker. It's actually the UK's um, that weekend that I was home. So the snooker was on already. So we've been watching it a little bit through, through the weekend because it was, as soon as the snooker's on in the, in the Taylor household, the snooker is the only thing that's on, sort of like, until it finishes. And yeah, always always for a week in December with the UK's, a week in January um, for the Masters, and then three weeks in April um, for the World Championships. And yeah, it becomes quite a big thing for us. Um, I don't know why I've just told you all that. That's such pointless information, but you know, I've done it. I'm going to have a little bit, little bit more beer. Bloody hell, it's just it's like 5.4%. I'm going to be, I'm going to be trolling after I've had a few of these. But, you know, good health, everyone. So, yeah, I was talking about snooker, and I played really well. To be fair. I actually won our first round, which doesn't happen very much because I hardly play when I'm here. Um, I only really play on sort of nights out on a pool table. Um, but yeah, I was playing really well, potting everything. I played a played blinder of blue into the into the top right pocket. A little bit, a little bit of stun just to come across for red. It was a, it was a lovely shot. I've got to say, just just told you all about that one. Um, but there you are. What can we do? So yeah, it was just it was really really nice. And then I got on the train to go back, and they were like, my mum and dad took me to the to the platform, and like. I got on the train and then sort of the train pulled out. It was going over to Brockenhurst, which is like the next station along from, from the train station that I'd get to, which is a little bit outside of the, the village that I grew up in. And I just, I just sort of started crying on the train. It was really odd. And I didn't think it was going to gonna move me quite as much as it did, especially just, just being home for such a short period of time. But as I say, I think the, the travelling and the work I've done away from, from being at home and away from Bristol has really meant that I miss where I'm from um, and I, I don't think I've, I've dealt with homesickness really being at university it's kind of just um, with the diabetes and the C-lack I've got I had more to worry about in my first year um, and it sort of just I've just pushed it to the back of my head really but I think it does I think it did affect me I think it, it does a little bit maybe it was just being looked after which I do think um, is nice about being at home because you know you don't have to cook for yourself clearly and, and the like and that's that's nice and you've got to be quite independent at university i said i found that i had to be i think if you if you get a, a relationship or a partner at university that becomes a little bit easier but i haven't had that that luck yet really um don't know don't know why i phrase that in such a bizarre way but there you are so it was yeah it was weird, and I was like, just just sort of missed home. You know, I was on the train, and I was like, I mean, I love Bristol, and I love the people that I'm, I'm with, I live with at the moment, and I love my mates around me. But it's there's something nice about going home, and your mum telling you not to put your feet on the coffee table and stuff like that. And it's it's not big things, but it's it's humbling in a sense. And yeah, I don't know. It's been been quite a weird episode this one. Hasn't quite gone according to plan, but I've done it now, so it's going to go out. Um, hopefully, you guys have liked it. Uh, we hit a hundred followers the other day, which was which was a cool experience. Um, thinking of doing some things over over Christmas. I think we might try and get a little Facebook group set up so you can you know talk about things in that and see if people share experiences and, and things like that. You can talk about the episodes and yeah, generally just just have a little bit more of a community um, sense to it. I'd love to get you guys a bit more involved. Um, 
I'd quite like to do a Spotify playlist, especially after the after this one, where everyone can just sort of collaborate with songs that, that mean something to them and we can all make this really beautiful thing together, which, you know, each each song might might not might not mean anything to you, you might not like them all, but it means something to somebody. I think that's really, really cool. So yeah, I think maybe maybe we'll try and do a Spotify a, a CI playlist if you like. Um, I've toyed with the idea of of doing a little Patreon. Clearly, I wouldn't make it, so you have to you have to um, donate donate here to the show. But I think just a little something on the side. Everything would go back to to funding the show and trying to make this a little bit better. But you know, it's it'd be nice if if you guys feel like it, you could chuck in a few quid you get onto like a little mailing list or something this is already up in the air i'm just being 100 percent transparent with you about some of the ideas i'm having um think about merchandising it maybe thought about t-shirts and beer mats and stuff like that they're all quite expensive and i don't think they're they're realistic at the moment so yeah i'm thinking about different ways we can sort of improve the show yeah been a bit of a weird one this i felt quite anxious all the way through it as i mentioned earlier um Hopefully it hasn't come across too much. But but yeah. So if you're enjoying it, like it, subscribe it, share, follow, rate it, everything. Um trying to keep this good momentum going. Started in September with just over sixty followers, just hit a hundred um now. Which feels great for having basically the summer off where I didn't promote it at all really. Um so that's really, really good. But yeah, as I say always, this has been the Confidentially Insecure Podcast, an ordinary podcast, the ordinary person, just might have extra ordinary results. Keep your mental health priority, and I'll see you again next time.